This is the Spirit Duels Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Spirit Duels Podcast. This is the second episode, and we're going to start getting into the game itself. Last episode, Daniel and I had a discussion about what makes up being a game designer and what drove him to create spirit duels and now it's time to actually get into what this game is all about daniel how are you doing today buddy i'm good man doing real good just uh staying busy oh oh, you're always staying busy so what we're going to do for this episode is first let everyone know kind of what the game is going to be about in a broad overview You'll let us know about the win conditions, how you you get through the game. And then we're going to get into some of these things in a little bit more detail. But this is really just the first episode that's going to set up a series of what this game is really about. So uh, without further ado, Daniel, why don't you uh, just give a bit of a rundown right now? Yeah, so um, Duels is a uh, competitive card game for um, two players and, you know, like I briefly talked about in the last episode, um, I'm definitely interested in, in having it be three or four players as well. Um, and we kind of, I've kind of left some design space for that to be a possibility. But the primary way we are developing the game is for two players. Um, so it's a competitive game for uh, two players, um, head-to-head, uh, dice-driven combat. Um Basically, um, when you start, um, you create a team of these spirits, and these spirits are basically like they're Pokemon-like creatures. Um, They're magical creatures that are affiliated with some sort of um, elemental magic. In World Spirit Duels, we call these classes. So you have like the fire class, water class, nature, arcane, wind, etc. So these spirits are affiliated with one or two classes. And um, basically at the beginning of each game, you build a team of three different spirits. And you take that team into combat against your opponent who has a team of three different spirits as well. And over the course of the game, um, you have... Your deck of cards, you start the game out with your team of three spirits already in play. You don't draw into your spirits or anything like that. You start the game with your in play. So round one, turn one of the game, you have all three of your spirits on the board. And uh, throughout the course of the game, you'll be drawing cards out of your deck to uh, play what we call like moves. Um, which are like attacks and actions and stuff that your spirits do throughout the course of the game. And you're basically just trying to take out all three of your uh, opponent's spirits. And that's the main win condition. But there is a secondary win condition, which is uh, milling your opponent out. So what that means is if, if you can get your opponent to lose all the cards out of their deck in their hand, you'll win that way as well. And, Daniel, just so everyone knows, the yeah. the main way of winning is is kind of like that that classic like battler. It's like a health. You bring their health down to zero. When their health's down to zero, yep. they die. 
uh, you do get a buff to some of your other spirits as a result through an yep. extra dice. Yep. The mill condition, the mill win condition is so far in development, it definitely been a secondary win condition, but we've been making a lot of changes and tweaks to that. And, um, so I don't think you've really seen a lot of that, but moving forward, it should be much more prevalent, um, in the game. It's basically like a way to make sure games don't stall out. Yep. Yep. And it, and it gives more purpose for classes and spirits that don't necessarily excel at dealing damage. Um, yeah, the the way you're going to be making all of this happen, right, is you each of your spirits has a um, an amount of dice that they basically um, that they have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know you're going to be taking turns throughout the game, quick little actions like it's a action based uh, or action driven game. So I take an action, then my opponent will take an action. And then it's back to me to take an action. So you're just taking single actions. Yeah. And so an, an action can consist of playing a card or activating a spirit. Um, and when you activate a spirit, you basically uh, take the dice that that spirit has and you roll them into play. But before you can actually do anything with those dice, before you can resolve those dice or spin those dice, um, your action's over. You know, your action just consists mm-hmm. of activating that spirit and rolling its dice. So after you roll them, they'll just sit there in play. And Which gives then your you opponent play a those... chance to respond. Exactly. Play uh, passes to your opponent, and now they have an opportunity to maybe remove those dice or make you re-roll those dice or or, or something, you know? Yeah, it creates it creates an opportunity. So that your opponent, exactly, yeah. they see the threat and they can try and assess how do I, it becomes a puzzle at that point. Like, how do I deal with this threat that's in front of me? And using yep. your own spirits and cards in hand, it gives you that opportunity to try and figure out how to do that. Exactly. There, There's no, um, there's no like instant speed type stuff. There, There's a, a little, there's a few ways that you can do multiple things in, in, like you can take more actions at a time, but that's very rare. So generally speaking, it's it's just one action and then you pass and then your opponent takes one a- action and then it's back to you. And so there's no like uh, or, or instant speed type stuff that allow you to kind of interrupt get things past your opponent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Perfect word. Interrupt. There's no interrupts. It's just I do something. And then my opponent has an opportunity to respond. So, yeah, all that to say, uh, you, you know, there's there's two things you're going to do by activating your spirits and rolling their, their dice out into play. You're trying to attack or deal damage, and you do that by, you know, resolving dice. You know, so your dice are going to allow you to do different things. But one of the things that your dice allows you to do is attack or deal damage. So when you resolve dice that allow you to deal damage, you know, you're, you're hitting your opponent's spirits and, you know, you're, you're uh, knocking their health down. And like you were saying earlier, when a spirit reaches zero health, they're knocked out and um, some interesting stuff happens after that. But, um, you know, another thing that you're trying to do with your dice is you can be trying to do things that allow you to kind of 
stay alive and draw the game out so that you can try and mill your opponent out of cards, which would be the secondary way to win. So, right. Yeah. So now you, you mentioned when you're rolling dice, there's basically like three attributes within the spirits themselves. And those are reflected in the dice rolls to basically capitalize on those stats that exist within the spirit. What, what are these three attributes? Yeah. So every spirit has three attributes or stats, um, four, if you want health in that, but, uh, three main stats, you've got attack power, magic power, and essence. And those three attributes or stats, they uh, they relate to symbols that are found on the dice. So the attack, uh, your attack power is going to relate to the um, the attack symbol that's found on dice. So if you roll out a die and it lands on the attack symbol, you can resolve that die to therefore deal damage equal to that spirit's attack power. And so that's how you attack. So again, each spirit has three different stats, attack power, magic power, and essence. And those are uh, some sort of numbers, you know, so you can have an attack power of three, a magic power of two, and an essence of one, right? And so whenever you're resolving these dice, your dice are going to have one of those three symbols on it, uh, attack, magic, or essence. So attack allows you to deal damage. Uh, magic is a bit tricky, but um, basically we were talking earlier, you have different classes in the game, fire, water, earth, nature, electric, wind, etc. Each class has a unique class ability that only that class can do. So for example, fire allows you to burn enemies. These are These are the things that really make each spirit that you're drafting, it can create what your strategy is is you can use the magic as part of the strategy of what you're going for when you're drafting. It's not just they look cool, but their class yep. ability can be the strategy that you kind of build your three spirits around. Exactly. The, yeah. Yep. So so with five, you can burn your enemies. So whenever, so if I roll a die and it lands on the magic symbol and that die belongs to a fire spirit, I can resolve that magic symbol to burn an opposing spirit. And that basically means you just put burn status tokens on it. It'll deal damage to it later in the game, basically. Yeah, we're, we're going to get into details in future episodes of what all these yeah. class roles are. So don't feel that you're, if you're kind of feeling like, oh, what is this? Don't worry. We're going we're gonna to break that down in detail in the episodes to follow. So we just want to give you an overview right now about what exists within the spirits. And then we'll get into the details in the near future. Yeah. And so that's unique for every class. Every class has their own unique class ability. So water allows you to splash your opponent's dice. Um, Arcane allows you to discard cards off the top of an opposing player's deck, um, etc. So your magic, uh, your magic attribute, your magic power relates to the class that your spirit is. I'm going to be honest, that's what leads me to choose which spirits I want. It's always the magic. It's about the magic, yeah. Daniel. It's all about mm-hmm. the magic, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what's <laughs> yeah. always drawing yep. me yep. into into what I want to play. Yep. 
And so then the third attribute, so we've got attack, which lets you deal damage. Magic would let you use your class abilities. And then essence uh, basically is as simple as it, it gets you money to spend. So when you resolve, when you roll a die and you, you roll the essence symbol, you can resolve that die to gain essence and your essence resources or your money, your, um, you know, your, yeah, your money the throughout the, the game. game. And yeah, it's the currency. Yeah. And you can spend that essence to play cards or, um, evolve your spirits into stronger versions of themselves. And there's definitely oh, yeah. some strategies around uh, the use of essence, both gaining and spending, which also oh, yeah. we will talk about in future episodes. So please stay tuned because we got more of this. Yep. So you just mentioned with essence that uh, you can evolve your spirits and whatnot. So let's talk a mm -hmm. bit about spirits and their evolution. Uh, one, one thing that I was kind of, um, this isn't necessarily related to gameplay, but more one thing that I I really wanted when I was making a world inspired by Pokemon is, you know, I, I love Pokemon, you know, so much so that, you know, I'm designing a game inspired by it. Um, mm -hmm. But one thing I, I, I didn't really like about Pokemon is that I, I never really liked that some Pokemon did off <laughs> and, yeah. um, and, I, and then I also never really, I was, to me, my favorite Pokemon are always the ones that evolve twice. So there's three yeah. stages, right? So I'm like any you. of the, like, you know, you, yeah, like Charmander, you know, Charmander, Charmeleon and Charizard, you know, like, and so I, I knew like from the beginning that that's what I wanted in spirit duels. I wanted every spirit to be able to evolve, but not only evolve, but to evolve twice, have three different stages. And, uh we can, we could talk probably for hours about what comes first, design or or flavor. Um, but regardless of the mechanics behind that, I wanted that to be true. I, I wanted to be able to evolve twice and have three different stages. So, with that being said, every spirit in the game can evolve twice um, and evolve. So, like we were saying before, uh, when you start the game, you have all three of your spirits that you've built your team with they're all three in play at the start of the game as stage one um so you have three different stage one spirits in play. and to the side out of play you have their evolutions you know so you'll have um, a stage two and a stage three that correspond with each stage one you have in play and throughout the course of the game, you'll be saving up essence and and spending essence and stuff like that. And you can you can spend essence to evolve one of your spirits into its next stage. So you can evolve one spirit from stage one to stage two, or a spirit from stage two to stage three. And basically, you know, not only do they look a lot cooler after you evolve them, <laughs> but they get stronger. So they're going to get more mm -hmm. dice. To roll out after you activate them, their dice are going to get better. So um, we have like different levels of dice in the game. You have like basically you have weak dice and you have strong dice. So as you evolve, you'll not only get more dice to roll out when you activate a spirit, but they'll also get better. Your stats or your attributes will increase. So you may, you know, have a spirit that has one attack power, one magic power, and one essence. But after it evolves, 
its stats may go up to two two one or something like that, and then its health might increase a little bit. That's a big thing for me is when I'm I'm playing is I like that second evolution and I I generally like yep. to play from a standpoint where I want to start the game off by getting one of them to have those higher stats because it just makes the game go a little bit yeah. more smoothly in terms of getting what you need for the progression. Yep. So another thing that happens when you evolve is um, most spirits, not all of them, but most spirits gain a secondary class when you evolve them into their stage two. And so for example, you may have a fire spirit that when you evolve it, it becomes a fire and wind spirit. And the neat thing about that is whenever you resolve that spirit's dice showing magic symbols, you can not only just burn, but you can also use the wind class ability, which is lift, which allows you to fix your ice. So um, whereas the spirit was only able to use one class ability, it can now use two uh, if it gets a secondary class. So that's pretty cool and, and adds a lot of diversity to your teams and um, a lot of different strategies as well. So Nice. That's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that just gives you the diversity. You can build your team a little bit differently as a result. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you really wanted the ability of this one, but you're like, oh, I want to. I really want to go for a control build or I really want to double down on the damage magic that exists. So it just gives you yeah. that nice flexibility to not have to go into that class, but still get some of the the nuances of that class, which is is really great. And I, I guess that's a perfect point to go into like there are class roles within the game which can allow you to build a deck that leans towards one way or the other yeah so each class goes into one of three different roles so the roles are damage control and support so in the damage role you have fire toxic and electric so all three of those classes fit into the damage role, meaning they excel at dealing damage. They want to deal as much damage as possible, as fast as possible, and they're trying to end the game by knocking out all three of your opponent's spirits. And their class abilities also support their role. Yep, their class abilities are going to excel in the role they're in. So damage damage classes, their class ability is going to deal damage somehow. Um, so in the support role, you have earth, nature, and wind. And what those classes want to do in the support role is, you know, they're, they're trying to support your other spirits and by keeping them alive, uh, healing them, fixing their dice, gaining a lot of money so that you can essence so that you can play cards and evolve and things like that. And then you have control, which is basically you're trying to, um, control what your opponents do and that's water ice and arcane so those classes again are trying to control what your opponents do uh, by messing up their dice or making them discard cards out of their hand or the top of their deck um, things like that so basically support is is helping your spirits and what you're doing and then control is disrupting what your opponent's doing yep and then damage is trying to just knock everybody out, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because, like we were saying earlier, you have dual class spirits. So what you may have 
you know, a, um, a toxic spirit that is wanting to deal damage, but that toxic spirit made nature as its second class once it evolved. So now not only is it trying to deal damage, but it can also help your other spirits by healing them because now it's a nature class spirit as well as toxic. So, um, yeah, the things you can do combo together and piece together is really interesting, but it also allows you to kind of adapt and, you know, evolve, no pun intended, over the course of the game, your strategy. So, you know, you may end up with a spirit as your last spirit um, who does something different later in the game than it was able to do at the beginning of the game. Um, so, yeah, you're, as you play, you, your, your strategy and what you're trying to achieve may change, you know, during the course of the game depending on what classes you end up with as you evolve. Right. And it's, and I think that's something that's really cool is when you're, you're choosing your spirits. It's kind of like in, you know, video games when it shows like there's the, the one that is very balanced. So that'd be like, you choose one spirit from each class, or you maybe then Mm -hmm. suddenly lean towards having more control and therefore, it yep. now takes down your ability to do one of the support or damage things. And it has like, I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's, I feel like Mario Kart is the best reference. You know, when you choose, everything's <laughs> yeah. like even, then suddenly you go to one and then this yeah. one stat goes up yeah. way higher, but it causes another one to drop. Yeah. And that's kind of what I feel like the classes provide when you choose. Yeah. Them. Like you can have a nice balance. So you can do a little bit of everything or you can lean into one of the other mm-hmm. roles which is also a very fun way to play the game. And also one of the things I love in terms of the diversity of each time you play, it's a very different experience based on the not only the spirit you choose, but maybe you choose to go into one class more heavily than in the previous yep. game, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, the the Yeah, I think we touched on this a bit in the last episode, but yeah, the the combinations of not only spirits, but just classes is, is, is it's really high, <laughs> a high number uh, of combinations that you can yeah. make when building your team. And, um, yeah, every, every game just about is different. Um, so that's one thing that I'm really proud of is the re- replay of the, of the game. Um, every time you play, you know, you can get a new combination of spirits going and, um, Something different is going to happen every because dice is involved. Totally. Um, so yeah, there's always that the the roll of the dice. Do you have the heart of the dice with you? Yeah. Yep. All right. So now that you all have a little bit of an introduction now into the way the game works, what the mechanics are in a overview, and the different classes, I hope that you're getting excited about this game because. This stuff gets me super excited. And we're going to be following up this episode with going into details about each of the class roles. So you get to have a nice Mm -hmm. introduction into the various classes and more detail into the role they play, which will hopefully create such a nice excitement for you when you get to sit down and try out this fantastic game, which is going to be very, very soon. So Dan... Daniel, I'm pretty excited now talking about this. I think we need to get off here and log on to play a game. What do you think? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Until next week, we will be at you with some more Spirit Duels talk. Have a fantastic week. Yep. Take it easy. You've been listening to the Spirit Duels podcast. 
To become part of this game, join us in our Discord. Link in the show notes.